Welcome back, Wrestle Nerds. Uh, Vic the Villain couldn't make it today, but we got Mischief here, and let's see who's making their way to the ring with me tonight. Oh, old school here. All right, old school, and uh, we're not here on our own, of course. We've got uh, The Body by Taco Bell, Mr. 630 Centon himself. That's right. The one, the only one that's really about shit, The Sauce. <laughs> Oh, Alex. You, you did a little digging, I hear. Okay. Yes, I did some digging. <laughs> nice. Okay. Sir, Alex Zane, how are you? Ah, uh, never better, man. Um, things are things are going great, and I'm just I'm currently in LA. Just uh, I'm actually staying with my brother because he lives out here, but I got a uh, show. I got shows and stuff out here this weekend and stuff. So, yeah, living it up, man. Loving it. Oh, exciting time for Alex Zane, man. Uh, ever since, well, I mean, you've been doing this for a very long time. Right. Yeah, yeah, off and on, you know. What 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 do you got going on now? Uh, you've been doing what, like fourteen years? How long have you been doing this? Fourteen, fourteen. Yeah. I'll be fifteen years in in January. So, um, but like I said, it was off and on. You know, I took a few hiatuses and stuff like that. I was doing music for a while, as you've already alluded to. Not that <laughs> they picked up on that subtlety, but um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I. I don't know, like, I guess, like, in-ring stuff, like, if you don't count yard shit and all that, because I was even, like, I was, like, one of those weirdos, that, not that there's many of us, but there were, like, I was doing indie stuff, and I got burned out on the indies, and I went back to doing yard stuff, just because that's where I had fun and stuff, so. See, yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you, uh, what was the, what was the backyard stuff like? I did very little backyard stuff, uh, back in, like, high school. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, uh, what, what was that experience like for you? So I think like everyone, you know, we started in grade school, high school, right. whatever, you know, you're young and you, you're not allowed to really uh, wrestle yet, you know, so you just go throw your friend around in the backyard or whatever. So just like, just like everyone else, that's how I got started and stuff like that. But then there were these message forums um, on the internet back, back in the day, like way back in the day, I'm old, I don't give away my age here, right? But like, um, and on one of these message forums, a lot of the backyard feds were posting their stuff and eventually that became where these backyard feds were inviting everyone else from all the other backyard feds into their backyard and doing a whole super show for the entire weekend so um it was weird almost like this weird underground indie circuit that didn't even really exist but did it, i don't know it was a strange thing but i made a lot of friends there's a lot of names out here that are killing it on the indie scene right now killing it in um, some of the top companies in the world right now that came from that exact um, message forum, you know, came from the same backyard. You know, we were watching each other's clips and making fun of each other and critiquing each other way back then. So um, it's kind of a wild time in wrestling. But that's how it was for me. So once I got into indie wrestling, because that's, you know, that was everyone's goal was to go pro and stuff. And then once I did that, um, especially where I was from down south, right, like uh, <laughs> It, it was just, it was a mess and it was kind of behind the times and they, they didn't like my style because it was too spotty and, and I wasn't, I didn't have a body by Taco Bell yet. I guess I was still <laughs> eating McDonald's or something. And, um, and so, yeah, like things, things didn't just gel with me on the indie scene really. So then I, I went back to just wrestling with my friends and whatever on the backyard scene and even then i was doing it kind of like seldomly just because i was mainly focusing on my music and stuff at the time so alex what brought you back into the scene or, or going back into the indies i should say it's kind of a man it was kind of a happy little accident as bob ross would say right <laughs> um it, it was it was like 
a friend of mine was running a, a, a company, uh, Resolute Wrestling. Shout out to Caleb Courageous. He was running a company in Tennessee um, called Resolute Wrestling. And he kind of hit me up and was like, hey, man. And at the time, I was kind of, I was going to try a little, try my hand in the indies, but I was going under a hood. And I was going to wear a mask and all this stuff. I did mm-hmm. like six matches under this mask and stuff, and I hated it. And was like, you know what? Off with the mask. You know, whatever. So once I did that, he was like, hey, man, you're kind of taking bookings. Like, we could use some people, you know, I know you, you know, because he was, he yarded with me and whatever mm-hmm. back in the day. He was like, we could use some people that can, uh, that are, that are idiots and <laughs> that idiotic. Can, that can jump off shit, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> we could use that, right? <laughs> Who couldn't, you know? So he was like, hey, come on down, whatever. And is, time, is a, uh, oh, what's that? Go ahead. Was, is a 630, like, something that, like, all you guys did in Kentucky? Is that, like, like... <laughs> Yeah, it's like is it in the water? It's it's like Kentucky Fried Chicken, horses, six thirties. So that's how it goes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's totally not a common thing. Like in wrestling in general in Kentucky, there's like mostly there's like like moon salts are hard to find, really. You know, but I was really? yeah, like I was, I, I, like it's like work this headlock, brother. Oh, you know, like, yeah, it's still yeah. very old school, heavy, oh, slow. Super, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I mean, now it's kind of progressing. You got some. Um, you got some guys out here that are kind of pushing the envelopes um, and stuff like that. Like Larry D, he, he runs uh, PTW, Primetime Wrestling in Kentucky. And even though it's in kind of like the heart of like old school Ville, right? Um, <laughs> he's still, he's still like, it's a nice little mix. And I think, I think he's got a good thing going there because he's got like um, kind of more storytelling and stuff like that to it, but he still mixes in that whole indie style and that indie flavor and stuff like that. And he doesn't uh, discourage people from doing a bunch of stupid indie shit like I do. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so shout out to him, shout out to Larry D. But anyhow, um, so a friend of mine, he had he was running that company down uh, in Tennessee and stuff, which obviously isn't too far from me, being from Kentucky. And he was like, "Hey, man, like if you're taking indie dates, we could use some people like you. Whatever, come down, you know, whatever." And even then, I wasn't taking like a lot of bookings or anything. I just, I had the itch. It was, it's like all wrestlers, we get the itch after we've been out of it for a while. We're just like, "I'm gonna go do it again," and then you do it until you burn yourself out again, and then you know, slide back into <laughs> irrelevance and whatever. <laughs> it's um, like ebb and flow, right? Like you come right. back, you leave, you come back. Yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that, and um. So I went down there and I was doing a few shows. I was working like once, twice, maybe three times a month with him. Um, nothing major. And that, that's the only bookings I was taking. I wasn't even trying to get booked elsewhere or anything like that. And then another friend of mine from the yard scene, like he was booking for a company in Seattle called 321 Battle. So shout out to them. And he wrote me. He's like, holy shit, you're taking bookings? Because he saw like Caleb posted a video or something, you know. And, yeah. um, and so he's like, come up here, you know. And the next thing you know, I'm going up there. And then after that... You know, it just kind of circulates. But that was a year and a half, well, like two years ago now. Um, yeah, a little over two years ago because it was in the summer. When I first started taking bookings with uh, Caleb and Resolute Wrestling in Tennessee, that was summer. I just came out of the mask summer of 2017. And I was only in the mask like like no time before that. So, like, I just really started taking bookings. Um, and then things just, yeah, you know. And it's exploded up, ever up, since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like. It was it was it was a slow grow there first, and I, I was um, it was intentional too because um, things had changed since I had been in the game, and I wasn't like some idiot that was like, "Oh, I'm good, I got it," <laughs> you know. Like I had to go work that rust off and kind of find my find my footing again, and stuff like that. And, and arguably, I, like 
in my opinion, I still am, but, um, you know, it's working out. Uh, what would you say, um, has been your most fun match since, uh, most since fun. back, if you will. Mm. I mean, not even like plug the one that everyone kind of like learned about me on, you know, was the, was, was the backyard yeah. match with you Tony just want to say Tony Deppin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it just, it just is like, just because like, it was such a unique crossover of like this world that I had, had given so much of a fuck about in my day was the backyard world, you know, like it was my whole thing. And then getting to do it on this broader stage for like a company that like felt really me. Right. Um, it just like the culmination of all these different factors. And then also wrestling Tony Depp and who was from, you know, I don't want to put him on blast, but from the same backyard shit that I was from, you know, right, so right. like we knew, we knew each other 10, 12 years already, you know? So getting to wrestle him and, you know, shout out to him. Cause it was largely, I mean, him, that got me on the show. Um, him and Ty Hill had put me, put me over to them and stuff. So it, it got me booked with him. And then, uh, we got to do a bunch of wild shit and wild everything. shit indeed. Uh, my favorite part was uh, the shooting star press off the what was it the building or the truck? I, it, was, I don't it, know. Was like, it was like a like yeah a box trailer like a ring uh, trailer. a trailer yeah. yeah there you go and uh, and you had to eat that chair Sabu style that was dope <laughs> right that was yeah. dope although I thought you were gonna eat that cinder block <laughs> man everyone thought that like it was funny too because like everyone was like oh you did you hit that cinder block and at first like when they mentioned that I was like oh no like. I don't. I don't even remember remember a cinder block, which probably like, what cinder block, <laughs> right? But it was funny because like that cinder block in that tent. So the the cinder block was holding up the leg of a tent that was that was housing like the hard cam, um, and it wasn't originally there when I got up on the trailer and like scouted this whole area out, right? So then when I get up there and it's time to do the shooting star, I'm standing up there like, oh, I'm a shooting star. Uh, there's a lot more obstacles in my way now. <laughs> so, so I just had to be a little more precise, but it was all good. We didn't hit us under block. It just got close, I guess. Has that been uh, the tallest thing you've jumped off of? Or I feel, I feel like you, you've done more. I, no, yeah. Like, I, think, I think my highest one might be right now that one I just did with Rich Swan oh. at uh, Fright Fest. Yes. Like, I don't even know how high that was. Um, but it seemed it seemed pretty high. The hang time on that was like wild for me. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it felt like you were up there for days. Yeah, like I was falling forever. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> you ever like put yourself in a position that you're like, what the fuck, right? So like in the middle of that, you're like falling, and you're like, oh, why did I do this? I mean, I think I think it's like every time, really, because uh, it's like <laughs> I think it's like every single time you you know you're like, oh yeah, like that looks cool. I'm gonna do that, you know. So like, of course, the show, before the show, I get up there. I'm looking at the, um, I'm looking at the trajectory. I'm looking at you know, I'm testing the wind, so to speak, right? Finger in the mouth, you're like, <laughs> right, the right. Wind. You're right, exactly. And so um, I'm looking around up there, and I'm like, oh yes, no problem. I'm gonna do this, and then we plan it, whatever get out there, time to go. And I get up there and I look over for a second before I backed up to get kind of my like little running start. <clears throat> and I look over the rail and I'm like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 Why'd you say, hey, I'm going to do this. Like, you didn't have to do that, you know? Why? But, but then I was just like, 
because I had two things planned when I was up there, and it was either the more complex and difficult option or take it easy. I took it easy, um, mm-hmm. but that was only because I didn't want to, like, throw my leg into one of these ceiling, fl- ceiling fans that was up there. Oh, yes. Yeah. Tight so quarters. once I got up there and I was, like, I was I was scouting it and everything, like about to about to jump. Um, I was like, yeah, there's a lot of obstacles up here, so I'm just gonna do the swanton, you know. This motherfucker just said, I'm gonna take it easy and just do a swanton. <laughs> 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 That's taking it easy. I appreciate. Yeah, that. easy night, easy night. Um, no, no. <laughs> but I mean, it was, and I like I saw a lot of people on Twitter, or whatever. Oh my gosh, dangerous and what? Like everything in wrestling is dangerous. You know what? What are you talking about? Like. Jeff Hardy has done so many wild ass swantons, like, and you all probably fucking love that guy, but oh. not that I don't. I fucking love that guy, you know. Um, but like the same people bitching are the same people like, oh, he's doing it for a hot dog and a handshake. Okay, I like hot dogs. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least some Taco Bell, right? Right, right. Who doesn't like a good hot dog on their taco shell? Like, <laughs> Ew, no. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> That's not what I meant at all. Actually, I wanted to ask you about this whole Taco Bell thing. Right. We we all love ourselves some good Taco Bell. Number six, Tupas, Baja Beef. That's my thing. Right. Um, They took my favorite shit off the menu, actually. What's what's yours? Man, double double XL grilled stuffed steak burrito. And they Uh, took it off. Like, how are they going to do me like that? I've been, you know, I've been putting you guys over for like years now. And here you go taking my favorite. Y'all trying to get rid of me. Damn. (laughs) Like, Alex, what do you like? Yeah, take it off. Yeah, get it out of here. Get that shit out of here. He's he's saying his body by Taco Bell. We don't want to cause unreal expectations. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Then, how did that start? Like, that whole body by Taco Bell? So. It's kind of, it's kind of forever, really. Like even when I was yarding, I was like, I do the taco driver now. Okay, I created the <laughs> I, I created the taco driver as my finisher on my trampoline in like 2004, 2005 on my little brother. Shout out to his neck for you know being sturdy and whatever. Um, so I, I I created that, but way back then, and I called it the taco driver way back then just because I love tacos. So I've always loved tacos. Tacos have been my thing forever, whatever. And then. Slowly but surely, and I, I actually do eat a lot of Taco Bell. And then, so oh, surely you? I wasn't, yeah, yeah, like it wasn't, you know, it's just, so it's not heard. just a gimmick, right? <laughs> yeah. So Blake Christian had a lot to say about that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He, he probably he probably told you all some fraudulent stuff about Steak and Shake, didn't he? <laughs> 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 no, yeah, he did. Yeah, that sounds like Blake Christian. Um, <laughs> So that's why that's why we really fight so much. Everyone else is like, "Oh, everyone books you together." No, I tell them, "Let me beat that man's ass for talking shit." Um, well, you guys have just had such great synergy working together. Uh, your matches together have just been fire. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how it worked out with him. Um, and I'm sure I'm sure we'll get to that because I mean that's a, I like, so much so much of my recent history has to do directly with Blake Christian. So shout out to him and. Uh, and not shout out to his fucking clothesline, though. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it so, does all right. It does all right turning someone inside out, for sure. Right. Like, no shit. Like, he hit me with that. We go back to the back, and I was like, yo, I'm not even putting it over right now. That was the hardest clothesline I've ever felt in my life. Like, you motherfucker. <laughs> right. And, I, and, I've, and I've taken, like, some big man clotheslines, too. So it's not like, God, I don't know. That shit was, just felt like a shotgun to my chest. <laughs> 
And I, I remember hitting the ring. This is at PWG. He was like, oh, I'm hit you with this clothesline I've been doing. I was like, okay, cool. And then he hits me with it. And I hit the ring, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, my chest felt weird on the inside. Like, I was like, is my heart going to stop? I'm dead. <laughs> you loosen some of the, mu- <clears throat> the mucus you got in your chest. You're like, <laughs> Right? I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but, yeah. So, that's where, the, that's where the whole Taco Bell thing started. And then I wasn't even really pushing wrestling, anything like that, which was weird, too, because I got into fitness and, mm. like, the gym and shit when I was out of wrestling. It don't make no sense. But yeah. <laughs> but I was I was just in the uh, in the normie life doing music and stuff and got into fitness and started doing all that and then at that time I was already using the hashtag Body by Taco Bell because I would like I would work out late all the time and then after I would leave the late workout that's like the only thing open so I'd put over the, I'd, you know, I'd take a picture of the Taco Bell and the gym selfie and I'd be like look Body by Taco Bell you know so that's kind of how that came about and then. Yeah, and then Blake Christian sees me at the <laughs> Steak and Blake Shake once. Oh, yeah. Steak and Shake, you know. He wants to act like uh, like a man that can only eat Taco Bell, you know. Well, <clears throat> the picture I'm looking at right now is you sitting in a tub full of tacos. Yeah, that's my <laughs> well, that's my most recent 8 by 10 so. How how did this come about? Um, shout out to my girlfriend Tabby. Uh, she <laughs> she was like what i can't remember what it was she had taken some like photo shoot or something like that in a bathtub and then she was like you know what'd be cool is if you took a photo shoot in a bathtub with some tacos <laughs> and then the rest is history like we went and got a couple party packs and got it done so <laughs> did you eat them all <clears throat> i ate every single one of those tacos <laughs> body by taco bell all day yeah so that's a that's a weird picture it's funny too because i was <laughs> so i i'm like uh I put that up on my merch table as an eight by ten now, and like I'm always kind of nervous that like at some of these some of these family friendly shows, someone's gonna walk up and be like, "What the fuck, dude? Come on, I got kids here." Not that it's like that. Like, it's not even different than what oh, I wrestle it... in, right? But like, you know, some oh. some of those down south Christian parents could be. Heated. Is this is this why you said something about a hot dog in a hard shell? Now this makes sense. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> now it. it makes sense. That's where that's where I got that idea right there. <laughs> so it's more like you, a Vienna sausage if you're talking to me. But, you know. <laughs> hey, it's about the motion of the ocean, right? There ain't no motion, brother. Like <laughs> we're just drowning. <laughs> oh man, you uh, you've talked about some of your dream matches, right? With uh, maybe uh, one, you know, Habayusha or or Bret Hart. Hell yeah, and Will Osprey. Will yes. Osprey is the only one that right, like. That can happen. So uh, yeah, yeah. You've got Bret Hart is not coming out of retirement for me. Bret Hart's not coming out. Um, <laughs> but uh, you've got a little history with mm-hmm. Robbie Eagles. Yes, yes. Right. A little and, bit. Um, yeah, I worked. I worked with Robbie back in uh, April, um, which was it wasn't like the very first, but it was definitely like this uptick and just like people were like starting to look my way, you know, off of that match. Um, and that was back April 3rd, WrestleMania week or whatever. It was the Wednesday before WrestleMania this year. And uh, we worked together at Pizza Party Wrestling. So shout out to them for putting that together. Can I do a little bit of uh, fantasy booking right here? Uh, what if yeah. it was uh, Robbie and, uh, and Will against you? Who would be your partner? Blake Christian all day. Yeah? <laughs> all day. Make someone else eat, uh, eat the clothesline. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I'd like... 
I think, especially in that match, you know, because it's the it's the Flippy Boys. Um, but I think me and me and Blake have been talking because we were actually going to get booked as a tag team against each other. And, I mean, with each other, sorry, in Canada. And then one of the one of the guys couldn't show or whatever. So then it became a four way or whatever. And that was our first time tagging. And we've been looking forward to that ever since then. So it'll happen eventually. We'll be tagging eventually. But that'd be until fun. Then. It'd be fun to watch you guys together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be I think it'd be a good time. I think uh plus where we've been in the ring so much with each other, like we've already been like, Oh, like you know that move you do when we tag, we're gonna do it this way and I'm gonna do this at the same time. You know, that type of shit. So we got yeah. plenty of ideas and stuff. Blake talked a lot about having good chemistry with you and like being really good, uh like you guys are really good at like feeding off each other, right? Just like you said, you know, oh uh right, right. I'm gonna do this and you know because you're so familiar um right who else do you have that kind of familiarity with in the ring oh man um i think me and uh daniel Makabe gel really well together obviously um me and Depp and gel really well together um there's a lot of people sometimes it's weird too when i go into a place for the first time and wrestling someone for the first time mm-hmm. and for whatever reason we just mesh really well you know um which has definitely happened. I'm trying to think of some of, some of that. Um, recently with a guy named Sean Dean, um, huh. he and I, we, we messed really well together. Like, uh, you know, it, not that it was unexpected, but it wasn't expected, I guess, you know, so. Has there been anybody that you just couldn't click with at all? Not like for personal reasons, or, or maybe it was, I don't know, but just right. like you guys got together and, and just there was no magic. There was no spark. It was just like, ah. Uh, you know, it's it's funny, I and mean, I, I won't put anybody on blast or whatever. No, but there was no. a couple of times, like what? down in uh, Tennessee and stuff, when I was, and it was, you know, obviously before things were um, popping for me, and right. um, and I wrestled, I wrestled a guy once, and you know, I kind of thought, oh man, maybe it was just we had an off night, we didn't have whatever. And then we wrestled again, and the funny thing is, like, this guy's athletic as hell, like like one of the better workers at the place, whatever. And we just could not, I don't know what it was. We just couldn't, couldn't make it happen with each other. I don't know. Like I'd seen some of his matches. They were fine. They were whatever. My matches were fine and whatever. And then when we got together, it was just like the drizzling shits. I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, well, um, what do you think leads to that? I mean, again, you know, it, it could be a, a million different things, but, uh, you know, just... yeah, yeah. Cause even, even when, um, I can kind of feel it like in the planning, mm. you can kind of feel how well you're gelling. Like if I put something out there and we were kind of already on the same page or they're just like, take a hold of it and run with it immediately into something else, like almost seamlessly and flawlessly, I can tell like our minds and our, and our speeds and shit like that are going to be like in sync once we get in the ring as well. Right. So, um, sometimes it's a pacing thing and stuff like that. But for me, because I was used to kind of working, different styles i'd be in there with some old school boys i'd be in there with some like um greenhorns whatever and then like so i would i would really allow other people to to control the pace like early on i would start feeling how they were moving and uh and how quick or fast or slow or whatever they were going and then i would adapt accordingly because i could i could go fast like that's no problem so like sometimes i need to slow myself down so i would you know so I'd slow myself down or whatever or speed up to to match them. But some people, um, just it's just, doesn't, yeah, yeah, it just doesn't, just doesn't go, click. Right? I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. And, 
And it's kind of funny. Okay, for example, and I, I mean, I'm not talking shit. Like, no, talk are, mad shit, Alex. Come are, on. <laughs> these are two of the best fucking wrestlers in the world and stuff like that. But when no. I watched um, Pac versus Kenny Omega, um, Scrubs, you see? Oh, we got it here. Alex calls right? him Scrubs. There we go. I call him Scrubs. Like, I watched that and I was like, <laughs> it looks like they're just not gelling. You know what I mean? In the, yeah, in the yeah. match that I was watching, which is crazy because you would, you, that match on paper is just dang, right? right? Right, right, exactly. And then, and then you got Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega, absolutely killed it on the same show where Amazing. Pac and Mox, who I expected, like, I, I was like, oh, this could go really either way, right? They could either gel really well or not so well. And then they, they did incredible. So, like, yeah, some, and, and for them on that match, too, it could just been, and it wasn't like it was a terrible match or something, but it just wasn't what, it, what I would have expected out of those two, you know? Right. And so it was kind of interesting. Yeah, um, to just see, like, the chemistry and how it kind of plays out in the ring. Yeah, yeah, I would like, I'd like to see them run it back just to see if it was just the night, right? Or if it's just <laughs> they, can't, they can't click for whatever reason. Because it, it's just a thing. I don't know. Some people just click for... Some well, that, that's you see, you just made a really good point, right? It could also just be the night, right? Someone, someone's off. Has there ever been a night where you just you yourself you just weren't into oh, it, you weren't God, there? It, it was just like there were no, there was no amount of bang energy drink that you could fucking have, right? Right. <laughs> to figure it out, was there ever? Right. Have you 100%. had that? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even that long ago, really. Um, I drove up to Chicago for freelance. I was wrestling. Um, I was wrestling Ego, uh, Robert Anthony up there. Okay. And we had the match. Like everything was flowing fine and the planning, yada yada yada. And then I get out there, and it's like my legs were gone or something. Oh. I don't even know what was happening. Like it's not that I couldn't jump or run or anything like that. It was just like I don't know. I was like half a step off with myself and with the whole match. Like I felt like man, I just like beat myself up over it for like a week. Hey. Yeah, and then like, and then I was going to another show the next night, and I was like, I don't give a fuck what happens tomorrow. I'm having a banger because I have to redeem myself, you know, like in my own head. And it wasn't like that big of a deal or anything like that, or it was like even, you know, not that I watched the whole card, but it, you know, no one came up and was like, hey, that shit sucks, you know. So, and uh, <laughs> does does that happen usually? Do <laughs> do people? If, if, if my boys are on the card, like, you know, like I want them to, you know, if my shit okay. sucked, come tell me, you know? So, um, yeah. And like, sometimes, you know, real motherfuckers, just like Joey Janela walked up to me after a recent match that I had and was like, yo, that shit was terrible. Or whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, like, it was, you know, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't fucking say shit about it, you know? Um, right. but it was a scramble we did and he came out and I won't, I won't bury it or whatever. Cause there's other people in the match, not just me, but like he comes up, he's just like, bro awful but luckily <laughs> i had another match that day and uh it, it turned out so um you know I, it was another it was another situation where it's like i ain't gonna do that shit twice you know fuck right. that so <clears throat> You're like, so I'm gonna, fortunately yeah i'm gonna make sure this shit does not happen again right and it was crazy too because like when i went up there to freelance and i was doing that match it wasn't like sometimes i'll plan some shit and it's like almost experimental you know, where it's like, I don't know that I got this. Just so you know, before we do this spot, I don't know that I got it. <laughs> so then, <laughs> You're trying it brand new right now. Right. Just figuring it out. It. I just had this idea, you know, which a lot of my stuff is just dumbass ideas that come to me, you know, in the early part of the day. And then later in the day, I'm like, regret, right? Um, right. You also said you think about this stuff while you're driving a lot, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, 12-hour drives. On the road. Right. Uh, 
so I know. We right. do a little bit of music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What What do you listen to on the road? You listen to yourself? <laughs> you, you, you listen I to listen, Alexander? <laughs> I listen to audiobooks on the road and podcasts. <laughs> like, hey. I, like, I rarely even listen to music. Um, and it's mainly just because, like, I, so audiobooks, I, I only mess with, like, like audio biographies and like um and like almost like self-development stuff but like in a sense of like networking books or mm. marketing books or whatever which i was doing marketing for a couple of years before this whole oh, wrestling yeah. thing whatever so um so i listen to a lot of that stuff um just because if i'm if i'm putting in 12 hours on the road in order for me not to like want to shoot myself out of the fact that it's so unproductive even right. though obviously I'm going to a show, like I have to do something semi-productive. Um, that makes a lot of sense. It's, yeah, it's so. you're, you're sitting there for so long. It's like I need to do something. Like there yeah, needs yeah, yeah. some consumption of knowledge or music or interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I listen to music, but even even then, like if I'm if I'm completely by myself, then I'm running beats and just listening to that and coming up with songs and stuff. Even today, you know. So like you're just um, freestyling in the car yeah pretty much pretty much like not not necessarily like you know some of those people that who do that well you know um <laughs> but it's more like coming up with concepts and lines and ideas and kind of like all right i got this in my back pocket when i go back to the drawing board type of thing so um and i use my phone um to like record like the maybe the melody or the line that i had or whatever in order to you know keep it in my head because i'll lose that shit I, you know if i come up with 10 melodies i'll lose 12 of them somehow <laughs> so so but yeah uh, so you've been you've been rapping for a while yeah yeah I, um i was doing it man i don't know how years now i don't i don't several years yeah I'm probably pushing a decade some time. At this point. you've been, you've worked yeah. with uh with whitney payton right and about mm-hmm. shit yeah how was yeah. that experience uh she she's awesome man um that was that was good times um we went so she lives in, I don't know if she still does, but she had, she had moved to Phoenix at the time huh? and to do a bunch of music stuff. She's from Philly. And, um, and I had done a couple like opening spots for her tours and stuff like that. And we had kind of like chummed it up a little bit. And I was like, Hey, I'd love to do something. She's like, yeah, here's my email. Like, and then like we did a collab song and I like how it came out or whatever. And I was like, would you be willing to do a music video for this? She's like, sure. So she did it for me which is awesome i was like all right i'm gonna come to phoenix i'm gonna rent some four-wheelers that shit was so hard. cool yeah it was just really an excuse for me to like do some four-wheelers because i like <laughs> you know i'm always looking for a reason to have fun so <laughs> yeah I, this looks like as good a reason as any right to rent right, a four-wheeler right. and fuck around right so it was, and it, it looked like a good time yeah it looked like a good time uh watching the video Everyone's, yeah and then uh, I, went, I was in la too which actually she wasn't in any in any of the LA footage, but she was doing a thing in LA, and she was uh, she was at the same time that I was shooting that video. Like I was intentionally had lined that up, and um, basically some shit happened with her scheduling and stuff like that, and she couldn't make it out to the shoot. So we went ahead and take advantage of all the shoot and shot a lot of my verse and stuff like that that you see on Santa Monica Pier and stuff like that in the music video. So um, yeah, it's funny because like this is the first podcast that is asked me anything specific about the music so um a lot of people that are listening to this that knew of me are probably hearing that i even did music for the first time right now so that's that's a really good point alex thank you for pointing that out hey no problem (laughs) way to do your research i appreciate it thank you thank you um 
So, with that in mind, is there anything you want to direct the listener to go check out specifically? Um, man, you might as well check that one out, you know. Uh, since we're talking about it, that's kind of the most recent deal anyway. I got a lot of music on the back burner that, uh, you know, the schedule got real busy, so it's been harder to release stuff as of late. But that one's the more recent thing um, that I put out. It's called Bout Shit featuring Whitney Payton. Yeah. Good times. Uh, I like them. Just type it in. <laughs> Zombies was pretty cool too. Yeah, it was fun, man. Um, actually, the guy in that video, Shadow Clone, yeah. um, who, who has a verse in that song, he just released a new album called I don't even know what number he's up to. I think it's Geek Party Three. So he does he does like nerdcore type music. So if you're into like anime and comic books and all that, and then you like that mixed with a little hip hop, then uh, that's your guy, Shadow Clone. Check him out too. That's that's the homie. Nice, nice, nice. And uh, the, I, uh, I was listening. I got stuck on the four or five seconds remix. Yeah, I, I must have heard that. Like as I'm doing like research for you and everything, and I was like, "Oh, dude, this shit, this is rocking, right?" Yeah. Oh, okay. nice, nice. Thank you. <laughs> I listened Thank to you. that shit like eight times, and I was like, "Oh, fuck, I gotta, <laughs> I'm trying, I gotta do other shit." <laughs> but yeah, oh, I got stuck on that. I was like, "Oh, this shit is cool, man." Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, that I was a, I was a fun one to do actually, just because of like. Uh, it was a little different, right? So, I yeah, yeah, it was a little that. different. It was a little different, and I, I like the B roll of like you guys kind of just fucking around in the back. Yeah, like, being it was fucking casual. idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that comes off, you know what I mean? From from you, like in the music, even I guess in your performances um, as a wrestler, you know what I mean? It mm -hmm. comes off very like you're having a good time. I mean, that's the, that's the goal for me, you know. And I think um, even if even if there does come a time where you know maybe like. Um, I look a little different. I carry myself a little different character wise or something in the ring. It'll be because I'm having a good time. Cause like, really like I'm not trying to do it unless that is the case. Right. So it'll, it'll have to be some sort of, you know, if I do a heel run or something like that, it'd have to be congruent with like who I'm, who I want to be, you know, like, okay, yeah, I'm doing a heel run, but I, if I'm going to go out here and be an asshole, I'm going to have a good time doing it. Right. So, yeah, I'm gonna be yeah, roasting right? everybody. Yeah. I'm gonna treat them all like they're Blake Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I roast, I roast that boy so much. Oh my god, that poor kid. Any good stories? Well, sometimes like I just wake up like in the middle of the night with a good roast, and I just gotta text it to him immediately. It's like <laughs> uh, <laughs> he wakes up like motherfucker, bro. I wonder how many times he looks at his phone. And he's just like this motherfucker, dude. <laughs> so, like, we worked at the same company for uh, a while. You know, I'm not bearing anything. But, like, um, we did a bunch of shit together in uh, Tennessee. And um, and so all the time, just because of, like, uh, like the whole mood behind it, um, when we were doing shows, even when we're doing shows now, I'm just like, hey, it's, I'm glad to see that company let you come down here. You know, I'm, like, I'm glad to see, you know. How, <laughs> and I'll be like, how are you going to make it back there tonight, man? We're, we're a ways away. How are you going to get back to that? that company tonight and, and work them so it's, it's always funny just to rip him about like uh he's got to get back home and, and work the the company that gives him a bunch of shit but the, another thing i did too which i i gotta be careful about how i tear the, tell this story but evidently no, don't don't let it, there, let it go <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a girl that was like interested in him right so i took and and some of the boys knew this girl whatever so like i took a picture of him and the girl and like photoshopped it and then photoshopped like him like like i took a screenshot of twitter and then photoshopped it as if he made it his twitter profile picture 
<laughs> and then freak it out. And then like I could I could send it to him, right? I could just be like, send it to him, haha, look what I did, gotcha, you know, whatever. <laughs> but then I have to take it like that next step. That's right. So so I sent it. Shout out to Marco Stunt. I sent it to Marco Stunt and I said, Hey bro, I need your help on Ribbon Christian real quick. And he's like, All right, what do you need? And I was like, just send him, just just type out to him, hey man, love the new profile picture. And when he says, What are you talking about? Send him this screenshot. Yeah. So it like doesn't even come from me. That way he you know, it's unsuspected. <laughs> you know, he's a <laughs> You're a so, fucking mental terrorist. I he's- am. I am. That's what all the my ex-girlfriends called me. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I did my research, Alex. I'm just saying. Uh, you did. You did. You dug deep. <laughs> you dug deep. Uh, shout out to them if they're listening. Um, <laughs> this was terrorism in a way. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Blake was probably freaking out. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, it was funny, too, because he didn't even know it was me that made it. He just he actually just said to me because <laughs> I had uh, Marco. He screenshotted me the shit like that Blake said back to him. And he was just like, how the fuck do you do that? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. I'll, I'll forever rip that guy. I later sent it to him like a week and like trying to like give him an idea that I had done it. And he's like, oh, Marco sent me. <laughs> no, I didn't even tell him. Yeah. I never even told him. He had a whole week where he was like, I don't know where this picture came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking classic. But. Yeah, I, I'll do some more shit to him. I, I'm about to start ribbing him just just for the podcast now. Just yes. like, hey, man, I need content. Sorry. Yes. You're getting ribbed. Rib him and then add us on it on yes, Twitter. I and will. we'll retweet to everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. You're fucking idiot. What, I, I can't remember what I did to him. I uh, texted him something. It was like, we had gone forever without having each other's phone numbers. Like we were doing all this stuff, you know, around the fucking nation and we didn't even have each other's phone numbers. And then one day he sends me a sends me his number over Facebook because that's how we talked or whatever. He's like, here's the phone number because I figure you might need it you know, sometime. <laughs> Eventually. Whatever. And so I save it in my phone. I wait a few days and then I text him some like wild shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? Biggest mistake. <laughs> right. Which he didn't even know it's me. Right. Because he don't have my number. <laughs> So here I am, like, prank texting him, basically. And then in it, I was just, I said something about fucking idiot or something like that. And he was like, oh, this is Alex. You gave it away when you said idiot. Because that's all I ever say, right? So, yeah. Gave myself up. Oh, man. Old school, you had a question you wanted to pose. What's the advice you have for uh, for guys started, starting out right now? Oh, man. Like, I'm a terrible person to ask that. Like, <laughs> oh, my, my advice is, like, uh, go jump on your head. and People will like it. Um. But you're not lying though, right? Yeah, I mean, that's all I got, bro. Just go do a flip off something. I don't know. <laughs> you know? Um, I think uh, advice, whether you're starting out or you've already been in the game for a while, and this is coming from the marketer that was that's in me. You know, um, don't underestimate the power of social media. Get out there, get known as many different ways as you can, because that shit matters. A lot of people I know, I know wrestlers that still don't even have a Twitter, don't have an Instagram. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, so, I mean, that's my advice. Number one is one, learn how to market yourself because motherfuckers ain't out here doing it for you. You don't, you know, you don't expect a company to go out and just put you on, you know, it's a give and take world. If you have nothing to bring to the table, then they got nothing, no seat at the table for you. Right. So, uh, get out there and develop yourself in some sort of form or fashion on the internet or however the hell you do it via smoke signal. I don't give a shit, but make sure that somebody knows your name for some reason. And uh, hopefully it'll translate into a booking or two. 
billboards on the side of the road. Hell yeah. I want to get a billboard for like nothing. I've always wanted to do that. That's been one of my things. You, you've got to get that picture of you in the tub on a Bro. billboard. All right. Here's the deal. If I get signed, I'm going to put that as a billboard just as Alex, a celebratory that, measure. Oh, you have to, dude. I'm going to. I'm just like, hey, I got this fuck money now. Here's a stupid ass <laughs> billboard for no reason. <laughs> it just has like your Twitter ha- your Twitter handle and uh, you sitting in the tub, man. That should be perfect. People I be like, don't even, I almost just want to put it up there. Just no, <laughs> no context. Just the picture. Just the yeah, dude just the tacos. Picture. Dude in, a, dude in a taco bath just to ask about it, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. You know, Yo, that's get signed. That'll be like a viral thing. People have to start Googling you. Who's the guy right? in the top? Yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's what I'm gonna do it. So marketing, bro. If, if I exactly right, right. So uh if I get signed, you can expect just a billboard, uh taco bath billboard for no reason. I'm just <laughs> just me flexing low key with my uh contract money. Wasting what? it real quick. When uh when you need some inspiration, right? What okay. is a what is a match you go to to watch, or what what do you pick up and and look at when you need like just something to to fuel? So actually, what I do, and I actually told him this when I met him, I go to there's like if you Google it, it'll come up. You can go to like all time, or you can go to 2019. I do 2019 because I think uh, flavors of wrestling have kind of changed, and I like to keep some sort of relevance to what I'm studying and watching and shit just to, you know, whatever. Not that I only watch today's shit, you know? Right, right. No, but, you know, but, you try to yeah, keep yeah. it current. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So I go to Google. I say Dave Meltzer's 2019 ratings, and then I go and I watch anything and everything I can find with a 4.0 or above star rating. Um, and then, so, like, I don't – I'm almost too meticulous about some shit, but, like – I go look at it and I'm like, okay, that's a 20 minute match, 30 minute match, whatever, and they're five stars. Well, guess what? Ain't nobody booking my little flippy ass for 20, 30 minute matches, right? They're putting right. me in 10s, 12s, 15s, right? So, um, so I look for matches that are more around that range, and then I study those, and I look for inspiration through those, and um, and then other than that, like I, I like to watch. Um, I like to watch gymnastics. I like to watch kung fu shit. I like to watch different stuff like that outside of the wrestling world. Um, as far as inspiration goes for what I'll do in the ring. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what I do. Um, All right. Yeah, that's, and then that's actually I, really fucking smart, right? Like you go, you you look at not not just the the ratings and like the best matches or whatever. You're looking at the matches that kind of fit your profile in your career right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like sometimes I'll be like, okay, I got this match coming up. Maybe it's face versus face, or it's face versus heel, or it's a six way, or whatever. And I'll go find high rated matches. Not that there's a lot of scrambles or multi man matches on the on the radar in the Meltzer ratings. You know, most <laughs> of them are singles or maybe tag or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll go find stuff that kind of fits the mold of what I'm going toward and being like, okay, you know, what did they do? What did they try to do as far as the structure and the story and the whatever, you know? And then I'll, not that I'll just straight rip it off, but pretty much I'll just straight rip it off of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> just straight move for move, just rip off a whole match. Right, right. Hey, how do you get your inspiration? Inspiration? What's that? I steal everything, <laughs> you know? So Copy, paste. Right, exactly. Just do it as better, you, right, Alex? That's what you as do. As you can tell by my matches, they're just copied and pasted from the last guy, right? <laughs> I got the I got the Tope 630 from some Meltzer rated match. That's all it was. 
Oh, there you go. <laughs> and it made you famous, so there you go. There we go. Right. Here we are. Yeah. And now you're on fire. Um, what uh, people like to complain a lot. Yeah, they do. Oh, no, <laughs> they like they to do. complain about everything. Uh, do they you love feel? It. I mean, I, I, whatever. I'm gonna ask the question anyway, as dumb as it may seem. But uh, do you feel like wrestling's gotten better or worse over the years? Right, as dumb as the question as that may be. And right. why? Or what do you think wrestling may be missing for those that seem to can't get a finger out of their ass and, and, and enjoy what's in front of them? First of all, wrestling is wrestling. It's different now than it was. That's all I can say about better or worse. There's no real better or worse, you know, because it's just I think it's evolved based on what people wanted to see, for one. So right. in that sense, it's gotten better because the audience, obviously, if you look around you, the audience is consuming the fuck out of wrestling. And that doesn't mean that the ratings on TV are what they used to be in the 90s, because guess what? TV ain't what it used to be in the fucking 90s. Who the hell has cable television? You got cable television? I don't. No. Right. Who has it? No one. So the fact Cut that they're the cord, doing millions, right, it's still surprising to me because I'm like, oh, shit, that shit exists, right? <laughs> so actually, I actually... I, I kind of worked you right there, my fault. But I do have cable television because it came in a package with my internet. I have oh, you never fucking liar! It. I am a liar. <laughs> I had never turned it on, not one time, until AEW went live on their first Wednesday night. And I did that because, yo, I would normally just stream this shit for free on the internet, but I wanted my boys to get the ratings, because shout out to them. So um, turn it on and, and support and support the wrestling. So I actually watched that show with fucking commercials like a fucking noob. Wow, what a peasant. <laughs> right? I, I felt so poor. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I, I felt so out of control. There was no skip this ad in five seconds button. I was like, my God, like, who doesn't have options? This is bullshit. So, um, but... That's my little spill on whether it's better or worse. I mean, it's different, right? Um, but it's not even that fucking much different. Like, people are like, oh, my God. Like, I hate Orange Cassidy because he is just <laughs> disposing the business. And it's like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, there's been Funkasaurus and all these motherfuckers Seriously. for years. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't new. There's been tongue-in-cheek gimmicks for years. You Bobby know? And like, right, right. <laughs> like, we've had it forever, man forever since since i've been watching wrestling there's been you know the yete was on there like doing his thing <laughs> yeah. like not not that i'm fucking running orange cassidy's name through the dirt comparing no, him to the yete, not right? Right, right i love orange cassidy i think he's incredible i think he's a top-notch talent um and much smarter than me because he found a way to get in the ring and get over and sell a ton of t-shirts without killing himself like i do so <laughs> Right, but hey, some yeah, of us right, have God talent, so you know. Shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got talent, so good for him. You know, I gotta fucking kill myself to do it. You know, so shout out to him. Mm. Um, I mean, he's just standing there. You know, someone's doing six thirty. You know, sometimes I'm just saying. Well, that's because I can't just stand there and get cheered for it. You know, that's that's the talent. That's where the talent comes in. That's oh, that's the talent. That's, that's, the talent. that's working the crowd right there. If you can get more for less, talent all day. <laughs> like if you can if you can flip and like people care well no shit you just flipped through a board you know you idiot like learn to wrestle but <laughs> wrestle <laughs> wrestle right 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 all day um, um so you brought up the the wednesday night wars right in AEW. how's how, how does it feel to be a fan now right uh you you 
it sounds like you watch a lot of wrestling and then you do your research but do you do you enjoy it do you are you enjoying wrestling right now as a as a fan as a viewer so a couple a couple things on that like i think just in general obviously and you probably you all might even feel this being as close to it as you all are right um but when you're this close to it like you're almost jaded in a way right you're almost watching it uh, critically regardless like you can't turn that off so there's that but then there's still these times um when you're watching something and it still strikes you and you still feel it the same as a fan and you still kind of lose yourself into the same like fan sort of uh emotion or or mood or vibe or whatever and in those moments like it's kind of crazy because it's like, oh, shit, y'all can still get me. Right. You know? um, <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. that's what I think people complain about. I, I think it's that. Right. Uh, the wrestling fan today is is jaded in general, I think, because of just accessibility. Like we have so much at our fingertips that it's just easy to say, oh, right. this is not as good as that or whatever. This is and not my cup like, of tea. smartened up, too. Right. So right. it's like. Oh, when I was seven and I fully believed the storyline I was watching, nothing's going to beat that. Well, no shit. You were emotionally invested, right? right? But right. if you would. Undertaker is a dead man, right? Like, this is right. real. And this right. zombie yeah. motherfucker came out of a coffin, and that shit is yeah. crazy. And he got <laughs> transcended by getting struck by lightning or some shit. Like, all that, that stuff real. happened, and I was super into it. And you were too, you know? And like, now you're mad because no one can convince you that it's and make you feel real again, right? So, like. Yeah. Okay, that's not their fault. That's your fault because you won't allow it. You know, you go into a movie knowing it's a movie, but you still allow it to move you. But you go into wrestling thinking, oh, well, no one would actually stand there for 20 seconds and wait for you to jump on them over the top rope. (laughs) Yeah, they would because that's what we planned for them to do, dipshit. (laughs) It's like uh, people that go to Broadway, right? Like you don't sit there and you're like, oh, bullshit. You're not Aladdin. No. Right, right, right. exactly. Uh, You got to let it go. And it's uh. (laughs) That's always what I liken it to, right? It's like Broadway for bros. Um, right. Wrestling is so interactive. It's so fun. And it's it's just crazy to, like, watch it and then have people be like, oh, this fucking wrestling's so whack, bro. How do you watch right. that shit? Well, how right. do you not? Um, how do you survive, yeah. How do you survive watching soap operas and not motherfuckers doing 630s off of, uh, <laughs> off of trailers? <laughs> right. What do you watch? Reality TV? Idiot. Temptation um, Island. Is it, do, you yeah. have, do you have a guilty pleasure? Um, as far as like shows go, yeah, yeah, I don't even know if it's a guilty pleasure, but like one time here recently in the past few months, I had never seen, um, I had never seen Naked and Afraid. Oh, and and my girlfriend was like, You never seen this show? And then we (laughs) turned it on, and the next thing you know, it's 3 a.m., and I'm in bed. (laughs) 16 seasons deep 16 seasons deep just in a bed cozy as fuck eating a whole sleeve of oreos and looking at the guy surviving in the woods saying you're a bitch (laughs) because they all turn out that way right the guy's just like you're such a bitch and the guy's just grumpy you know right, right. Yeah, yeah like yeah like two or three days in the guy is always just grumpy as fuck just stop talking to me don't fucking you're not helping you're not pulling your weight yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're always bitching, which I would be too. Like if I went 48 hours without tacos, I'd be throwing shit through walls. <laughs> and, and so like here I am watching them. They're like three weeks in. They haven't eaten anything but a grasshopper. And I'm like, I could do that, you idiot. And I'm sitting here eating Oreos, just getting crumbs all over myself. just like acting like I'm better than this. But that's that's the beauty of it. You know, like 
that's the beauty of just television in general is I get to, just like if I get to watch wrestling and I'm like, you all suck at this, but I've never <laughs> been in a wrestling ring. Right. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I know all of it, but <laughs> I do. I do. Actually, I'm a survivalist. Oh, are you? Do you you've got like a doomsday prep going? Not at all. I'm so unprepared. <laughs> like I don't even have like tomorrow planned out much less, much less a doomsday <laughs> plan. Like I'm screwed. Oh man. Um I've got like knives and shit stored all over my house. I always have like a machete within arm's reach. Do you? That's awesome. Yeah, man. That I Holy shit. You're ready. I've always felt like I never want to be in a position where I need it and don't have it. See, I, that's the same reason I learned how to do a 630. <laughs> <laughs> in the off chance, you're like in the bank and it's like, I need a 630 right now. <laughs> right. They're yeah. like, uh, sir, we cannot uh, withdraw that for you unless you do a 630. Oh, well, as a matter of fact, how do you know what that is for one? And here it is for two. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. Give me my money. Out to my back. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, yeah. thank you so much for your time, man. We appreciate it. We here at Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots like to end our interviews with a, a lightning round. We call it a round of chair shots. Just the first oh, thing that comes okay. to your mind All right. when I ask you the question. The first question is super easy. So here we go. Yeah. You ready? Let's run it. Cool. What's your favorite cheat meal? Uh, Taco Bell, obviously. But to be more specific, whatever the $5 box is. Oh. Uh, favorite movie? Um... Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. I've never heard anyone say that. Right? I'm Damn. off the wall over here. Damn. All right. <laughs> uh, what's, uh, what would be your superpower? Um, I feel like if I if, do I get to pick it or you're saying, yeah, like, yeah. what do I expect? Okay. Cause I thought if it was like what I expected, I would get something stupid as hell. You know, <laughs> the Green Lantern. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love Green Lantern actually. Really? Like, not the movie, but like his superpower. He gets to create anything he wants out of I, his mind. Yeah, I'm going true. with that, actually. Yo, that shout is out to true. Green Lantern. I'm going with that. That's the power. I don't even know what that power is called, but just creating shit. Instant manifestation. That's what I'm calling it. That's me. Oh, right Alex Zane, the instant manifester. Yes. Okay. The sauce. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right, right. Um, who's the person you want to meet, real or fictional? Mm. Who do I want to meet, like, most out of everyone? Mm-hmm. Real could be fake, you know, could be a uh, comic book character, anybody. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold. What'd you ask him if you could? Uh, I don't I don't even know if I could speak in that moment. Um <laughs> would I ask Stone Cold Steve Austin? Um how many beers did you drink in the nineties? <laughs> oh my god. You remember that beer truck? <laughs> right, right. I mean, that's when you start. Uh, what's the worst purchase you've ever made? Because you haven't gotten the billboard yet. So, <laughs> right. So oh, far. Like the most regrettable purchase I've ever made? Yes. Mm. I don't even know if I can think of anything specific. I know that I like, I hate when I go and I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to buy a good meal and then I buy a meal and then it sucked. Oh man. That's the that's reason the I go back to like places like Taco Bell. Right, that's the reason I stick to what I know. But I'm I'm pretty adventurous when it comes to food, so like I fuck up and do that often, actually. Yeah, and then you're like, "Fuck, I'm gonna go get a couple tacos." <laughs> right, pretty <laughs> just much, to feel better. <laughs> what's uh What's the dumbest way you've ever been injured? Oh, I get like the dumbest injuries all the time. Like one time, I took a head spike onto a, onto like some ring steps, 
Oh, and I like whoa. broke my I broke my pinky. Oh, you, you took a head <laughs> spike and you broke your pinky. Right. I get I get hurt in like dumbass ways like that, or like I did the big ass swanton off the fucking thing on. Not that this was an injury per se, but I did the, that onto Rich Swan or whatever. Right. And um and like I bru like stone bruised my heel pretty bad on that. Ah. And I'm like, come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> your, your heel just went like straight straight over and hit? Yeah, just that like the hit, first thing that hit. Back my heel. Yeah, because like my um my my wrestling shoe, I wear tabby boots, the weird split toe things. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wear those and um and they kinda they don't really have much there's not much there as far as the shoe goes. It's kinda like wearing a sock with a sole on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so there was nothing there to protect it, I guess, and just I banged it up pretty good. It was nothing major, but you know, it's just dumb things like that all the time. What's uh what's a useless talent that you have? Useless talent. Oh, wrestling with <laughs> uh, <laughs> put six thirty cents on it. Right, right, right. At the bank. Right. <laughs> um I mean at this point, oh man. I don't sometimes I feel, I feel like I don't have any talents. Um um, I can do like this. I can make really weird faces. I actually took that from Jim Carrey. Shout out to him since I put over that whole Eternal Sunshine movie. Right. Um, but like I heard him say when I was like real young, he was there. Were people were like, "How can you make so many weird faces?" And he like had some actor that he looked up to or something. And he mm-hmm. was like, and he he said that actor said the same thing. But whoever it was said that they just practiced making faces in the mirror all the time. So then I started doing it, and now I can make real weird faces. I would love to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> you're standing in front of the mirror. Do you do it while you're driving? Um, no, now I do it mostly just at my girlfriend all the time. So she, <laughs> has, to, she just has to endure it all the time. <laughs> and I can tell by her reaction how weird the face was. And if it was a good one, I should keep or not. Um, what's your favorite sports team? I don't watch any sports other than fake ones. So uh, wrestling. <laughs> Oh, all right. Fair enough. Um, What's more important to you, in your opinion, the Mm -hmm. face or the heel? Oh, man, more important, probably the heel. Like it's uh, my job so much easier if there's a good heel in the ring with me. Um, But yeah, I mean, they're probably equally important. But I think I think in in general, a really good heel can make a match better with a shitty face then a shitty face can't or then a good face with a bad yeah, right with a right you you follow yeah 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 follow. i yeah. can see that I, that's always been our opinion but yeah. i mean we're biased we're on the i guess same page <laughs> <laughs> what's um who's your favorite heel oh favorite heel always mm, let me think owen hart owen hart yeah another name that doesn't get tossed out as much as it should bro one of the goats, man. That guy. Hart is amazing. He's and it's not just, not just his in-ring work, which was tremendous. Right. Hilarious. Yeah, man, like, that's a, I, wish, I wish there was more Owen Hart to just dive into because he was before this, this day and age where it's just, like, yeah. so accessible to everyone, man. Like, Owen Hart with Twitter, that would be awesome. Oh, could you imagine? Right. I'm not a nugget. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um... Do you have any pre-show rituals that you kind of go through? Um, I have post-show. Post-show, I eat tacos most of the time. I don't always get to, but um, yeah, I do. I do. I do post-show tacos a lot. As far as stuff uh, before show, 
I'm oftentimes I'm doing kind of like a breathing exercise. Sometimes I look like I'm like in a heavy meditation backstage. I'm probably some weirdo to some people. People are probably <laughs> like, what is this guy doing over here? Um, yeah, it's just, I gotta get, I gotta get focused in, in my mm. zone before, before, uh, and that's like usually right before a match, like minutes before. I'm oh, in my okay. gear, so like, just right before you go to the legged. Yeah. Just, and then sometimes I'm slapping myself around and shit, but that's usually if I'm just tired, if I'm too tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm slapping myself in the face before I go out there. I'm like, come on, we need this early boost of, uh, adrenaline right now so you uh you mentioned uh something about kung fu movies so what's your favorite kung fu movie um okay so i don't want to do it any disservice by by mispronouncing it so i'm gonna google it real quick hold up uh right here (laughs) we can do that on a podcast right yeah i mean hey we're not live so it's fine right there we go (laughs) i'm i would be that guy live show just like let me google it hold on guys Let's cut to commercial. Uh, Rooney Kenshin Part One Origins. Ooh, say that. Yeah, five. yeah. I can't <laughs> even say it one time. I'm sure. That up. Uh, Rooney. I've. Yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, what it's about the, the stood out to you? Um, it's based on an anime. I'm not even an anime guy, but this is one of the few that I ever watched. Samurai X. Oh, okay. And this is the live action adaptation to that movie. Uh, I mean, to that anime. Um, like an actual live action that's not even animated or anything. Uh, fire. It's just straight fire. Uh, there's three of them. It's a, it's a trilogy and it's dope all the way through. Cool. Um, <clears throat> but shout what? out to Bruce Lee, though, because Bruce Lee's the GOAT. So Bruce Lee is the GOAT. You think he would have been a wrestler? No, he's above it, dude. You think he's above all that bullshit? Like he's just like, nah, I'm a I'm a real world fighter. I mean, so was like well, he he used to go at it with Gene LaBelle. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but he was also so like humble in his shit that he wouldn't have done it for the paycheck, you know? Because that's, that's I feel like that's why most fighters, real life fighters, get into wrestling. It's like there's that payday, right? And so okay. he I don't think he would have done it. He would have been like, I'm above it. Y'all out here wiling. <laughs> what is uh what's one mesh- message message <laughs> what's right. one message you would leave uh your fans with oh man one message that would leave my fans <sighs> um think for yourself you a lot of people are just out here uh they're just they're so consuming. Just consume everything, all the all the thoughts they see on the internet all day, and then and now that's them. You know, yeah. think for yourself. That's that's, that's the whole message. That's the whole one. Think for yourself. That's I'm gonna it. add. Stop blocking people on Twitter. It creates an echo chamber of your own thoughts. <laughs> right, right. Y'all block me on Twitter. I already know that. <laughs> I understand. Y'all don't want to see a man in a taco bath. I get it. That's the whole reason people are blocking you. They're like, now like, we're blocked. Yeah, blocked. <laughs> Canceled. Alex, Cancel thank- culture. Cancel culture. Ugh. Because of your Vienna sausage in the hot dog shell. <laughs> I mean, in the, in, the, in the taco shell. Yes. Yes. Alex, thank you so much, man. It's been a blast. It was a lot thank of fun. Thank you all. Thank you very uh, much. Uh, yeah, no problem. Thank you all very much. appreciate you being here. I hope you had a good time. I did. Always. We'll tag you when we release the interview. Yeah, yeah, definitely tag me and whatever, and I'll, like, pour it out on my social media as I do. So Thank you so much. Enjoy. 
<laughs> of course. We of appreciate course. you whoring yourself out for us. <laughs> hey, if that's what I got to do out here, you know. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much, brother. Much love. Thank you, guys. See ya. Later.